0: So I got my mail-in ballot here, and uh, I work in the news. I'm pretty good about researching topics, researching people. But on June 5th, I have no freaking clue who I'm going to be voting for for Assembly District 15. With that many people in a mostly Democratic, liberal-leaning race, how do you figure out who to vote for? One thing that can separate candidates is proving how East Bay they really are. I'm Devin Kadiyama. Welcome to the Bay.
1: I saw this billing for this Radical Empathy Forum.
0: Guy Marzarati reports for KQED's Politics and Government Desk. He's been profiling all the candidates in District 15, so he's been chasing them around at these different events. Then last month, Guy saw an ad for this forum
1: at UC Berkeley. It was different than any of the other things that I had seen. As I talked to these candidates, it seemed like each one was telling me, oh yeah, I'll be there. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go to this Radical Empathy Forum. Thank yous to the people who helped put this event on. None of them really had any idea what um, it was. Did you know what it was? I had no idea. It's a, it's going to be very unique. Uh, this hasn't been done before. So, so it was a hours, big hours classrooms I've with been, uh, you know, a little platform in the front where them. chairs were set up um, and then so a pretty full auditorium going beyond the Call of Duty here. All the candidates were there, and so were a bunch of folks wearing these t-shirts promoting radical empathy. At the beginning, they kind of just gave out instructions of this is how it's gonna go. The candidates are going to talk only about empathy itself. How might we build a more empathic and caring culture? So next, I'd like to introduce our co-hosts,
0: All right. How many of the 12 candidates who show up on the ballot were there? So there were nine of the 12 showed up. Nine of the 12. Okay. This is a district that represents a lot of the East Bay, represents a lot of Alameda County and Contra Costa County.
1: That's right. So it goes up I-80. So we start with north part of Oakland, Berkeley. We have El Sobrante, El Cerrito, Kensington, San Pablo,
0: Richmond, Pinole, all the way up to Hercules. And what's something, so what,
1: what, what is something that's unique about this race? The number of candidates, my God. I mean, you have 12, usually in a race like this, you know, an open assembly seat, we're still talking about a local legislative race. Usually you'll have maybe one candidate who has elected experience, one candidate who, you know, has done some work in the community, and then a bunch of people who put why not as their candidate statement. <laughs> And We just and, put why not? Who just, it, yeah, who, you know, I think I've seen some of those uh, perennial. Uh, they call them perennials, <laughs> but in this race, you have six of the candidates have actually won a race before. So a lot of people who are qualified uh, in civic life
0: um, right. are running. And I actually live in District 15, and I have my ballot right in front of me for member of the state assembly. We do have the 12 names listed, and
1: um, why why are there so many people running in this race? Two reasons. One, it's not. Every year that one of these seats comes open. This actually happened kind of by chance. The the Assemblyman Tony Thurman, who holds the seat, decided to run for state superintendent. Um, That opened the seat up. And once you win, you can serve up to 12 years, potentially. There's an election every two years. But once you're the incumbent, you have the power of incumbency and and the party supports you. So... You, this is seen as a great way for any of these folks to advance in their careers. You get in this seat, and then you're there for a decade. So all these candidates are running.
0: Most of the time, they do like debates about specific topics. How did they get to participate
1: in the Radical Empathy Forum? So, for so there's this guy, Edwin Rush. Uh, I've been working on this for about fifteen years. Who and, uh, has this empathy uh, tent? I don't know if you've you, you seen to, the empathy tent seen on the Berkeley I've seen campus. Him, yeah, and I I've, I've, was at an alt-right rally.
0: Uh, he, in Berkeley, where he showed up and tried to kind of wow. get the two sides of talk. Yeah, so so yeah, that's where I
1: first met him. This was his brainchild. He reached wow. out to all the candidates. He said, "Show up." Um, didn't give a lot of information <laughs> beyond that. They, you know, they showed up and really just uh, went through this uh, like empathy, empathy workshop circle. for hours. And we're going to have two groups of candidates. Uh, it really was and, uh, an empathy part, forum talking uh, about empathy. Radical terms, man. Uh, it was radical. Can we? Can we Can we actually can we try this with you and me? Yes. I'm having a hard time
0: figuring out exactly what this thing is.
1: So direct me and let's pretend like we're the two participants. So why don't this is how it would go. Why don't you start out by telling me how you think KQED can be a more empathic workplace? Oh Jesus. Okay.
0: (sighs) I think that KQED could be a more empathic workplace if we had more time to spend with each other. And I know that we have a lot of, like we have ping pong in the atrium often, we have these kind of meet and greets, but I feel like it's it's hard for a lot of
1: people in the newsroom to, to, to go to those things. And so it's hard for us to kind of hang out. So what I hear you saying is that you feel if we spend more time together doing things, activities like playing ping pong, recreational stuff, maybe that will help us build more empathy you know, we're all busy, but if we can get together for do- those type of events, maybe that'll help us. That's what I just said. And then <gasps> yeah, you yeah. would say, I f- you know, I feel like I've been hurt or no, you weren't listening. You were just waiting I gotcha. to talk. I you. Okay. Gotcha. okay. Um, guy, I feel like I've been hurt. Awesome. And then we'd move on.
0: What were the candidates talking about? Well, at the
1: beginning, they were really struggling. I'm actually struggling with how to begin this conversation right now.
0: So you're struggling on how to begin the conversation. That's right. That's right.
1: The next candidate would say, so I hear that you're really struggling with this format and you're not sure what to say. And so it, it felt at the beginning like we we're going to be caught in this, uh, you know... Yeah, rotating conversation Yeah, that doesn't really go anywhere. this was, uh, empathy sunk in place for like three and a half <laughs> hours and just, you know, kind of in a rut. Um,
0: and this is a new, different type of format and you're having a hard time figuring out how to kind of, how to deal with it, right? <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, in part, you know, but particularly... I'm, I'm sorry, but then the candidates slowly started opening up i mean there were there were some definitely some bumps along the way you know candidates would kind of sneak in their bio or kind of sneak in some of the things that touted their own candidacy
0: um as an assembly member you do a lot of listening
1: so someone would say you know i think that if i get to sacramento i'm going to really work on building up a culture of listening and a culture of understanding and listening to the people and bringing the people's voice uh to sacramento and i can do this because of all my life experiences and then one of their opponents would have to say (laughs) if you get to sacramento you're going to really work on listening and you can do it because of all your great life experiences wow okay and i would say they definitely are all left-leaning i mean this is berkeley this is oakland these are this is a race really among democrats and so the issues that come up are really issues that divide democrats are there are there any major issues that divide candidates? The two big ones have been rent control. So all the candidates except uh, Buffy Wicks and, and the Republican in the race say, let's completely repeal Costa Hawkins, which mm-hmm. is the law that kind of blocks cities from having rent control in California. For newer buildings, yeah. Exactly. And so Buffy Wicks has said, well, let's. if I'm elected, I would like to reform that, but not completely throw out Costa Hawkins. And then the other issue is on charter schools. This has been a big issue in Oakland. A lot of parents see charter schools as kind of draining resources from public schools. Um, Buffy Wicks has said this should really be a local issue that that districts deal with. All the other candidates have said we need a statewide moratorium on all new charter schools. Mm It was entertaining, but it also kind of felt like, wow, this is something that's only happening in this district. One of the candidates even said, like, if I bring this to Sacramento, they're going to be like, wow, you must be the representative for Berkeley. I think (laughs) There's the Berkeley representative. I felt like it was fitting in that sense. Like I came away with like, this is this is something that I would only expect to happen or see happen within this race. Um, But even then, I was kind of surprised how they pulled it off. I think the cynicism, you could say, well, they'll do anything. They will do anything (laughs) to get elected. They'll sit through this empathy forum. But I actually took it like this is a district that is very civically engaged. You have cities that are very civically engaged. And these candidates kind of represent that by being willing to go through different things to kind of uh, show different things to voters. There's
0: a a major constituency in the East Bay that thinks of the radical history that Oakland Berkeley has been through how important do you think it was that they showed up this thing
1: I mean you're right the the country's first fair housing laws came out of this district the country's first recycling laws came out of this district so I think it's in the blood of this area to try out new things when you got there and you learned what it was what did you think about this radical empathy forum. I felt within the first five minutes, these candidates are going to find some way to sneak in what they feel about rent control or transportation. But for the, for the large part, they really kept it about empathy and talking about moments in their life where they learned to be more empathic. It yeah. really was a three-hour empathy blockbuster. Wow.
0: Well, Guy, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Thank you. If you want to learn more about the candidates in District 15, Guy has profiled each of the 12 who show up on the ballot. We'll put a link in our episode description for the show, or you can check out kqed.org and search AD15. I'm Devin Kadiyama. You've been listening to The Bay. So I love dogs, but now in San Francisco, you've got luxury doggy daycares. you got dog gyms, dog spas, and dog bakeries. This week, the Bay Curious podcast answers whether there are more dogs than children in the city. And they also get around to some other dog-related questions. So if you love dogs as much as me, subscribe to Bay Curious wherever you get your podcasts.